All right, thank you, Scott Shannon. Thanks to all of you for being with us. Write down our toll-free number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. So yesterday was day 10 of the Joe Biden cocaine in the White House uh, controversy. Today's day 11, and now we have an answer. The Secret Service has concluded its investigation into the small bag of cocaine found at the White House, and they have been unable to identify a suspect, according to a statement from the U.S. Secret Service. Uh, They say that they comb through security systems. They index several hundred, uh, hundreds of individuals who entered the West Wing in the days preceding the discovery, and they were unable to identify a suspect, according to the United States Secret Service. Let me ask you. If this was Donald Trump's White House, do you think that the investigation would end after 10 days? The, they went along with a phony Russia collusion narrative for nearly three years, and they had nothing. An investigation that Durham finally reported never should have started based on information that was completely false, debunked, uh, never corroborated. And, and th- 10 days, that's over. No, no, no problem. We, I, we don't have any idea. Uh, what if it was anthrax? What if it was uh, cocaine laced with fentanyl? Here are these instances. Here are these instances uh, of the cops that, that get around fentanyl and just, you know, they're holding it, possessing it, whatever, and somehow they end up ingesting some small, minute amount of the fentanyl in the powder and the next thing they know is they're, they're being revived with Narcan because they, they're at risk of dying. What if it was fentanyl laced in that cocaine? What if it was anthrax? Ten days, that's all, and we're just going to wash it, under, you know, brush it under the rug. Not a big deal. That's a huge deal. Anyway, the Secret Service is not able to compare evidence against the known pool of individuals. Well, how about you take hair samples from every one of them? if they were allowed the privilege of being in the White House and find out who the cocaine users are that were in and around the building at the time, especially the employees that work there and family members that have access around there. Been to the White House enough. You don't, as a guest, have free access to go any place, anywhere you want to go in that White House. You just don't. And they would have known these things. Now, it even gets worse from here. Now, Congresswoman Boebert, you know, the Secret Service told lawmakers today they plan to close the investigation. That's it. Don't worry. No problem. Sorry. We tried. No, no. Well, is Christopher Ray going to open one? Is the Attorney General Merrick Garland going to appoint a special counsel to find out where this these hard drugs have come from? And it gets worse because Lauren Boebert said that the Secret Service briefing today on cocaine that White House, that drugs have been found on two other occasions in the building since 2022, she confirmed that that the Secret Service officials said at the briefing, the agency's likely not going to find a suspect. I mean, who doesn't believe this is a cover up? This is not their best. This is not their best work. If it is, they all ought to be fired. And I'll add something else to the mix here. You know, with virtually everybody in the country now suspecting, rightfully so. And, and I got to be honest, this is sad because the Secret Service now is throwing away their reputation to cover up for the Bidens and the Biden White House. 
because the FBI director flushed his integrity down the toilet. You know, as we all witnessed in real time yesterday, you know, hour after hour of of just lying and obfuscating and non-answers, you know, disingenuous, downright false. I can't talk. I can't say ongoing investigation. I can't. I can't. I can't. It wasn't I can. It's I won't. Now it's the Secret Service's turn, uh, basically admitting that they're abandoning the entire investigation. This is only this is day 11. Are you going to give up an investigation? What if it was anthrax? Would you still give up the investigation? Or would you dig a little deeper and find the person responsible for bringing anthrax into the White House or cocaine laced with fentanyl into the White House? Did they review every possible surveillance video? Did they are, Were they able to identify every single person that was in the White House at or around the time that they believed that it was placed there? You know, because we were already lied to by Corinne Jean-Pierre, who said, oh, no, the Bidens weren't there on Friday, that Friday before they found it over the weekend. Uh, Yeah, they were. They left at 6.34 p.m. that evening. So they claim they tested the bag of coke for for DNA and it came up empty. That, That should not be the end of the investigation. Anyway, did they actually interview anybody who was on the visitor logs? Did they drug test anybody? They're not even giving answers to that. Which means probably that the answer is no, that none of the basic law enforcement steps were taken because identifying the guilty party would have been extremely inconvenient for somebody who lives in that house. So instead, we're supposed to believe that the Biden White House's cocaine smuggler was so clever, such a genius, so diabolical that they were able to elude detection by the world's premier protective law enforcement agency or at least what I believe to be the world's uh, premier law enforcement agency. Now, if you believe that, then Hunter Biden has a few more finger paintings uh, by number that he'd like to sell you. The Secret Service made that announcement today. Pretty unbelievable. Uh, Now, here's uh, one other point to think about. With virtually everybody in the country suspecting that this is a cover-up, because it is a cover-up. You don't give up an investigation in 11 days. What if what what if it's an investigation into a violent incident? We give up after 10 days. We didn't find the person. We don't have any DNA. We're done. That would you ever hear of cold cases revived? I mean, this this is this this is this is repulsive. All right. Play it before you got in this program. If you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think? Huh? Are, are you a junkie? What do you you, you, you taking cocaine or not? You a junkie? What a jackass he is. I could I just every day, you know, all this all this leaking about his vicious temper. By the way, that often goes hand in hand with significant cognitive decline, which we pretty much uh, chronicle every single day. I don't know who's worse with the cognitive. He has cognitive decline and and Kamala Harris has just severe cognitive deficiencies, which we'll get to our Kamala Harris. The words of wisdom segment in the program later today. You know, but Joe Biden appointed the head of the Secret Service last year and has a, a, a very important position, you know, and a very unfortunate name, by the way. The official now in charge of the Secret Service that's now shut down uh, the Biden cocaine investigation is Kimberly Cheadle. And I guess if you want to find somebody to carry out a cover up, Cheadle, cheat, 
might might be the perfect choice. I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I don't even want to say anything badly about her. But this is her agency looking awful here, and they're allowing it to just go by the wayside. And the media is just perfectly content. Let it go by the wayside. We know it'd be very different if Donald Trump were in the White House. They just closed the investigation. I thought they had security cameras. You know, they want, they can't catch a suspect leaving drugs in a West Wing locker despite security cameras recording 24-7? Why not? How's that possible? I don't believe it's possible. Well, we had no fingerprints, no DNA, the AP says. Okay, so what's plan B, C, D, E, and F to get to the bottom of this? Now, we're learning that the Secret Service abandoned this, but even though the key to the locker where the cocaine was found is still missing, I don't even know why this would be a story. It seems to me to be a pretty big clue. Did they hand out keys to special lockers in the White House without having the person sign for it? Did they not take down their name? That's your locker. This is your key. You know, come back, get your phone, whatever other belongings you have when you leave. I mean, think about going, you go to a bowling alley. Ever go to a bowling alley? And you can either hand your shoes in and you got to get bowling shoes that you rent that 15 other people used before you with smelly feet. I mean, I always enjoy that. I almost would rather just buy my own pair. Anyway, when you go to the bowling alley, you rent a pair of bowling shoes. They give you a locker in some bowling alleys, your own locker, to store your street shoes. And they take down your name when you're done so that you can help find, they can help you find your shoes if you forget. Anyway, so do you mean to tell me that, what, local bowling alleys have more security with their lockers than the White House? I'm not buying that either. So they concluded the whole investigation. That's, that's over. That's done. Is that acceptable to you? Unreal. I don't know what's wrong with you. I think they did a really good job, okay? They came to the conclusion that after 10 days, they what, have no what, what, clue. What, what really good job did they do? That's it. We don't have a clue. We're not going to get any clues because it's the Biden family and we are not allowed to look any further. And the media mob protection program is in full effect. By the way, oh me, God, yeah. poor Mika over at uh, Liberal Joe is upset. She's blaming 80-year-old Biden's staff for making him look old. How's that the staff's fault? I thought that was nature. Uh, well, I, I think it, the staff's not responsible for the fact that he can't utter two sentences. I mean, the hair plugs alone. I mean, he's doing his best, you know? I don't know. I would like to know who's visiting all of his homes in the Camp David on the weekends. I'd like to know if there are many doctors visiting. I want to know if there's any protocols or treatments that we may not know about. Anyway, blasting his staff. Now, there's, there's something interesting about this. And, and blaming, she blamed them for not simplifying his schedule to ensure that he doesn't fall. When is the standard for a president, Ben, that we, we've got to protect you, the staff has to protect you so you don't fall? The reason that is an actually an important observation is Joe Biden is one fall away from everybody in the Democratic Party now beginning a loud push to get rid of him. Now, we've witnessed this week, and I pointed this out to you. Not only did Maureen Dowd pick up on it, USA Today picked up on it. The fact that the Bidens are cruel and heartless and and clearly even borderline soulless by not acknowledging their own flesh and blood, their four-year-old granddaughter in Arkansas, who's innocent. So put that in in one box. That now finally made it through through the uh, mainstream media mob. 
then we have the Atlantic writing, well, when Joe should step aside uh, for somebody else. And I don't think people want Kamala Harris either, which is why I've been I've been warning you about Gavin Newsom. Pay attention. I'm not wrong. And me showing you Gavin Newsom is always a method to my madness. Pay attention. Anyway, so then, of course, the the vicious temper that Biden has being leaked here, there and everywhere with specific quotes from people. That's not really happened in Biden's White House. Did you see him yesterday, by the way? He, uh, Biden, you know, mixed up Zelensky and called him Vladimir. Vladimir and I, we, the, I should, shouldn't be so familiar. Uh, Mr. Zelensky and I uh, talked about the kind of. Vladimir is not his first name, Joe. Vladimir is not his first name. And then he doesn't know which, which way do I go, which way do I go when he's finished speaking. And Zelensky had to say, come, come with me, Joe. Come this way. I'm Follow gonna, me. I'm going to push back gently on this. I mean, the man's first name is Volodymyr. So yeah. in, in Joe's mind, it could very well be Vladimir. I mean, at least he didn't say Frank. You know? Okay. By the way, one other uh, issue, the Secret Service turned down a FOIA request for cocaine gate documents. Well, I would like to think that the House Government Reform and Oversight Committee might have access to that so they could investigate that. We have Jim Jordan later in the program. I'll ask him about it. Hey, listen, I want to tell you about my friends at Lone Star Transfer. Now, if you have a timeshare and you felt like booking your timeshare was difficult in the past, now it's nearly impossible. And most clients are now shocked when they discover and learn that their timeshare is now available to the public. Now, that severely limits the owner's booking options. Many owners now have reached out, upset again. This has been happening year after year that the yearly dues have nearly doubled during the maintenance fee season, this recent one. Now, for well over a decade, this family-owned company, LoneStarTransfer.com, has had the pleasure in helping tens and tens of thousands of owners legally, permanently get out of their never-ending timeshare fees. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, hundreds and hundreds of five-star testimonials. Their clients know Lone Star Transfer is the only company they can trust. It's the only one I trust. And Lone Star Transfer will guarantee the release of all liability to your timeshare. They'll do it in writing, and they'll guarantee a specific time frame. So do yourself a favor. Call my good friends for a free, no-obligation-at-all consultation. 833-594-0075. 833-594-0075. Or online at LoneStarTransfer.com. Put that money back in your pocket. And now, now, a word from the 46th president of the United States. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. (laughs) Sean Hannity is on right now. Joe Biden, I mean, it's it's been a debacle every day that he opens his mouth. Yesterday with Zelensky, he actually called him Vladimir. I mean, it just you can't even make this up. Earlier today, he's talking about um, the daughter of uh, Iceland, as he calls her, but he says Ireland. Listen. 
And I also want to thank Minister Christensen of Sweden, who will soon be joining NATO, and Prime Minister Storr of Norway. She, uh, we've had a great relationship. And Fredriksson of Denmark and uh, the Minister Jacobo's daughter of Ireland, uh, daughter of Ireland, you can tell that's a 40 slip I'm thinking of home, uh, the daughter of Iceland. And, uh, um, and uh, I, uh, I want to say I think we've had a very productive summit. Let us take this moment and get words of wisdom on the issues of transportation and artificial intelligence from your Vice President Kamala Harris. And I again want to thank the Secretary for your work. Uh, This issue of transportation is fundamentally about just making sure that people have the ability to get where they need to go. (laughs) It's that basic. And I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But ultimately what it is, is it's about machine learning. It's a fancy thing, AI, and it has two letters, and it's about machine running. Wow. Machine what? Machine learning. Learning. At least someone is. Well, she's not. (laughs) Maybe they could teach her, you know, hooked on phonics or something. Get her something. Forget about it. Oh, this is so embarrassing. That speechwriter hates her. I am so... I, I, I just feel this sense of humiliation every time I watch both of them.